0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Less than a week away from the start of the preseason I know I joke with you guys, each and every time as we lead up to the preseason, it's not something I should look forward to. <laughs> I do, and uh, I'm sure by about the midway through the second quarter on Saturday that I will be questioning why I do that each and every year. But aside from that fact, just uh, it is exciting to see the Bills continuing with training camp, obviously winding up their time at St. John Fisher. Um, it gets started pretty quick, it goes by pretty quick, but shout out to those fans that have been able to enjoy the time and secure tickets to, uh, to experience that in Rochester and obviously to enjoy that. Now listen, before I jump into this week's topic, I did have two things real quick. First off, teaming up with Nate from Circling the Wagons podcast, you know him here, you love his show. One of the originals is part of Buffalo Rumblings and our podcast network that we have we are teaming up again this season to do a great pick'em contest uh, for Buffalo Rumblings listeners, for fans to come together. We've got some great prizes included, including an autographed jersey from Gregory Rousseau, signed eight x ten by Daryl Tally. I've got a signed eight by ten by Steve Christie, and we've got some uh, some great prizes courtesy of T Public. And circling the wagons the store that they do if you follow him on twitter you have seen so anyway all the details just go to my pin tweet on twitter at anth marino got the details there it's all to benefit the american cancer society have about 100 fans that participate each year would love to have you join us again again go to my twitter at anth marino and big shout out to nate at circling the wagons for all of his support of everything that we do also don't forget homage.com sponsor of breaking buffalo rumblings check the show notes for all the details there as well so listen as we get into things for this week's show and i'm not going to take up too much of your time you know i like to get in talk to you about what's on my mind wrap things up plenty that we can talk about leading up to the start of the regular season but for me you know we've talked in the past about the expectations around the Bills and how there have been some folks that maybe have slept on Buffalo just a little bit. And that part is fine, right? I think when you think about this as a fan base, we talked about last season, we talked about every national pundit that seemed to be on the face of the earth predicting that the Buffalo Bills were the Super Bowl favorite. And now the team is a bit under the radar. And I say that and I'm okay with that because to be under the radar on that national scene is one piece. But for myself, those expectations continued to grow each and every season. And you all know I'm a pretty optimistic guy when it comes to the team, right? Even back in the, you know, before the Sean McDermott days, before the drought became over, always had that sense of like, hey, maybe this is our year. Now, back then you were talking about breaking the drought, which is one thing. When you say maybe this is our year, now it's a little bit different. And I say that because there's really three guys that continue to emerge, continue to evolve in their career and what they can mean for the Bills this season. Now listen, these three names that I'm going to talk to you about, I mean it's nothing like you know, you're not looking for an undrafted free agent to to be the savior at a position or somebody to, you know, kind of step up out of nowhere. These are three guys that really shouldn't come as any surprise to listeners of the show. And the first one I'm going to talk about, I talk about him a lot. Coming into camp, I feel like I was one of the few people that was really high on Gabriel Davis. It should come no surprise that this is who I'm talking about. But by all accounts, has had a stellar training camp to date. He is healthy. Looks like he's cleaned up a bunch of the drops. Now again, we're talking practice. I get it. But Gabriel Davis has really established himself. And Stefan Diggs said, hey, if I wasn't here, he would be a wide receiver one. Is someone that's looking that part during training camp. And that's not just coming, you know, from me. It's not just from what I'm reading online. But it's coming from the Buffalo Bills beat reporters. Guys like Matt Perino, Joe Biscaglia, Joe Marino, Sal Capaccio, right? These folks that we follow, that we know and trust And there has been that level of consistency and just that high performance that is coming from Gabriel Davis. And it's funny because there's no way Davis could have lived up to the expectations last season. Throw an injury on top of it. Things just kind of, you know, we're okay, right? I mean, you probably would have gotten somewhere around 950 to 100 yards on the season. But that wasn't in the cards for Davis last season. But now you start to see things and saying like, man, Gabriel Davis is the real deal going into a contract year. I'm still of the belief that he's going to end up signing a contract extension before week one. But here is a guy that, you know, to quote Sean McDermott, right? You want these guys to be the best version of themselves. I think Gabriel Davis is poised this season to have that breakout campaign that so many people were expecting him to have last year. And because of that, you talk about an increased level of optimism with the team. Gabriel Davis is a big piece of that. And we can talk about, you know, Deontay Hardy and how impressive he's looked. Trent Sherfield has certainly looked impressive during camp. But Gabriel Davis, it sounds like, kind of evolved to that next level. And if he continues to evolve to that next level, Things will continue to be exciting for the Buffalo Bills and their offense. And I am uh, kind of the leader of the hype train as it relates to Gabriel Davis. And right now I'm excited about what he's bringing to the franchise, at least through this start of training camp. Number two on the list for me. Again, no surprise. Talk to him about him as my X Factor heading into this year. And that's James Cook. Yes, I've always been on the wide receiver train and adding and getting that elite wide receiver. Right now, Cook is the guy. And I say he's the guy. You can talk about Latavius Murray. We can talk about Damian Harris. Those guys are fine. Harris kind of got a little banged up in practice today. Staying on the field has always been kind of an issue that he's had, and you hope that he's okay. But as a runner, as a pass catcher, it sounds like he's evolving a little bit as a blocker in the passing game that James Cook, that arrow, is still pointing up. It would not surprise me by any stretch if he were to top 1,000 yards rushing this season, if he were to add in 45 receptions, and truly become that dual threat back that the Buffalo Bills need, and really to establish himself as running back one for the offense. We've seen it so far in camp. Again, you talk about the lack of investment that the team made this offseason. James Cook is poised to have that, dare I say, breakout year. And I know you're probably listening like Anthony. You're always so high on the running backs, this and that. But when it comes to it this season, I feel like there is that lack of competition. I mean, last year, you could look to it and just think to yourself, gosh, it was a crowded backfield. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss to start the season. Then you draft James Cook. There was no clear path to someone establishing themselves as the lead back. Now, of course, the unfortunate injury to Naeem Hines. That factors into things. But Cook's play throughout training camp has really helped to establish him as that first option in the running game. I shouldn't say in the running game. I should say at running back. Because I think with that, it's what he can do as a ball carrier, but what he is able to do as a receiver that truly separates him and makes him a dangerous weapon as it comes to the Bills' offense. So, yeah, I'm excited about James Cook. I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm hoping he gets the touches. What that number looks like, I'm not quite sure, right, when you talk about it, what what that can be. But, I mean, heck, for him to be a 1,000-yard rusher, I mean, you've I say only, right? Just hear me out. I mean, you're talking about an average of about 60 yards per game. Doesn't seem like too daunting of a task when you're talking about Cook and his potential and what we've seen from him so far. So James Cook, number two on the list behind Gabriel Davis. And number three is Dalton Kincaid, the darling of training camp for the Bills, right making a great impression in the tight end room making a great impression to the fans to Josh Allen being a part of the passing game and i am leading this hype train like full steam ahead and i'm okay with that and people will talk and say well gosh what's you know what are the expectations for a for a rookie tight end how can they really play into the offense you know to quote brandon bean It's not so much 12 personnel but more so 11 and a half and when you think about that right it's not just him being playing the role of tight end but when you throw that half in there i mean it's about him being a receiving option the team really never bounced back in 2022 to fill that void that was left by cole beasley understandably and now you have that option You talk about expectations and you might scoff at it, but it's just like I don't see any reason why Dalton Kincaid can't catch 70 passes this year. You might say, whoa, 70 passes, that seems like a lot. 17 regular season games, if you were to only catch four, like four passes in a game doesn't seem like anything overwhelming. You're probably like, that's not a big deal. But four receptions at 17 games, that puts you at 68 i could see him hitting 70 if he stays healthy maybe he's not going to be huge from a yards per reception but still if you're talking 70 catches over 700 yards a big time threat in the red zone i like what the bills have in dalton kincaid and i especially like what we've seen from him so far in camp you know i'm not going to go off and talk about cornerback too but you know, as a Bills fan, I'm still a little scarred by just the whole Kyrie Elam situation. Like, man, first-round draft pick that you traded up for got you scratching your head a little bit. Maybe casting a little bit of doubt on the front office. Fast forward to this year's first-round draft pick, Dalton Kincaid. The hype train is in full effect. And it is going forward and it is picking up speed, and not just from Bills fans, Right, But I will say uh, from the fantasy football community, seeing Dalton Kincaid and what he can be. But yeah, I mean, to think about a rookie pass catcher, a tight end no less, and maybe be in a position to catch 70 passes this season. Yeah, I'm all for it. So those three guys have me really excited. I mean, again, you, you look for players to take a step up each and every year. But, you know, when you talk about things, it's just like, okay, you know, we, we know who Stefan Diggs is and how fantastic he is. I think we have a pretty good idea who Dawson Knox can be, right, and what that looks like. And, yeah, maybe he can take a step forward, but the ceiling, maybe we've seen some of that so far. Well, we certainly haven't seen the ceiling from James Cook. We haven't seen it from Dalton Kincaid and how these guys get started. And in some ways, I mean, listen, we've seen the ceiling in a game or two from Gabriel Davis. Now, that's not the expectation. But we know that he can be a better player than he was in 2022. If he can be healthy and he continues to play the way that he can. Things are looking up for the Buffalo Bills offense. And I realize you could say, well, hey, what about this with the line? And what about some of the... Yeah, I get those pieces. But when you talk about the weapons and you talk about Josh Allen at quarterback... And if James Cook takes a step, and Dalton Kincaid comes out and be, is what he we think he can be. Gabriel Davis takes a step. Stephon Diggs, we just need you to be Stephon Diggs. Dawson Knox, the same. Sprinkle in some Deontay Hardy, some Trent Sherfield. Who knows what Khalil Shakir might look like, right? All arrows are pointing up on the Buffalo Bills offense, which is one of the most prolific offenses in all of football last season and i attribute that to gabriel davis james cook and dalton kincaid so listen maybe there's some different guys that have you feeling optimistic maybe you don't share that same level of optimism and that's okay with me too um i just had these thoughts i wanted to share me with you because those are three guys that i think are poised and ready to break out and i'm excited to see what uh what they can do on the field so listen, I'm going to get out of here for now. I just uh, wanted to take some time to catch up with you guys. Please don't forget, check out that pinned tweet at Anth Marino. You can help us uh, do some great work for the American Cancer Society. And big shout out to everybody at homage.com. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to our podcast network, to the YouTube network. Thank you for being a Bills fan. All right, I'm going to get out of here for now. I'll catch you guys next week. And as always, go Bills.